Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years. Here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To five three three four two New York, call the twenty four seven Hope Line at one eight seven seven eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill patio sunset hard to get better than that unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time! So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under twenty thousand dollars just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. You put the baby to sleep, nigga? Nah, she... Daddy daycare ass nigga? She said, she's like, nah, nigga. Not today. I ain't sleeping, so big sisters uh big sisters on duty right here. She wanna down to get crazy. I'ma just work the mute. Had to uh had to let not let let me take that back. The missus wanted to go out, so uh, yeah, I was going to say, you ain't got that say-so, nigga. You're out. Yeah, nah, I'm not even trying to make it say You're out, nigga. Your wife yeah. is bullying, nigga. Over. Yeah. She said, yo, Take I'm about to... Take the baby and shut up. She was like, yo, I'm about to hit this happy hour up with my homegirls. So I was like, all right, go ahead. Do you think? <laughs> I ain't been out since, though. That's crazy. You would think I'd, I'd be the one, like, trying to go yeah. out. I ain't been out since. Man, no. You ain't no hoes. <laughs> nobody looking shit. at... Ain't nobody look checking for you, nigga. No nigga sir. might... I, a little kid might compliment your sneakers or some shit. <laughs> if that, that's all that attention you get now. Depending on what I got on, dog. Real talk, shit. If I got some too classic type shit, the old young niggas be looking at my sneaks like, "What the fuck is those?" You know what I mean? Like, oh, them Joneses. Uh, the, the, I mean, like a lot of things. I like when I'm at school. A lot of things I wear. Young boys be looking at me like, "Yo, them Jones corny." I'm like, "You out your ever loving fucking mind, dog? You know what these is? These Jones are older than you." Philly, Philly niggas sound rude as fuck. Especially, um, especially the old niggas. How they be talking to you? Nah, I could never work there. 
it ain't it ain't that niggas is fucking rude. It's just that everybody in Philly talks shit. Like so, everybody in Philly talks shit. You can't. It, it's either no, you just a, not either you a not square, but you just a regular. Our Philly homie, mild manner, nigga. That nigga don't be talking shit like that. <laughs> you be talking shit, and then the other niggas be talking shit. It might depend on what what part of Philly what part of Philly is you from. I don't know. Like you know what I mean? Like real talk. Depending on if you know what I mean, like for like on oh, some real stuff, yo. Everybody grew up talking. You either grew up talking shit or you didn't say shit. There was there's no real in between. You don't really find too many people in Philly that like that are like in the middle. You either uh-huh. real chill or you just really really you just always on you always want to hunt it because everybody that you know your entire life has talked shit. Came you know what I mean try to make a joke or whatever. Not on some ignorant Hello. stuff. This is it's love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo. Nigga, we hear you, nigga. <laughs> Damn, nigga, go, nigga, go yo us to death, nigga. No, I'll just I just, I said, I I'm said, just, I'm just fucking with you, man. <laughs> yeah, he said, Waz well, said he came back, uh, you know, from Sunday night going out with the celebrating the Dreamville album. So he came back at four in the morning and kissed his dog on the mouth. I said, Damn. Well, no I way. Said, yes, that's what he said. I don't believe that. It was self-reported. Such a fucking troll, bro. <laughs> White was, man. That's what we call him now. White was. Oh, man. <laughs> My bad. That shit was delayed as hell. I just got that. <laughs> All right. Hey, you ready? Is that face app got to stop, bro. No, Yo, hey, what, what is that shit? This, I'll tell you what that shit is. That shit, for said, the, that shit the cops, I, right? I said I said it on the jump today, and every, and like I said it quick, so they, they just move on to the next topic. Yo, this is how the Russian hackers get all of your personal data and perfect their facial recognition technology. Yo, like this is Westworld, right? This mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, this is a yeah. cute app that do this, and all they're doing is collecting your personal data, and they're gonna use it against us somehow, like maybe in the 2020 election or whatever, right? Like so, this idea that everyone is just gladly forking over a picture of themselves to some app is just crazy to me. And also, also it's thought mentality, man. Very, very thoughtish uh, mentality. So many people that I would never think would do this, do it. You know what I mean? Like, I got a handful of homies and people that on IG that I follow that I know that no matter whatever the new thing is that comes out, they're going to try it, right? And then there's a bunch of people that don't ever do shit. But today, all the people that never do shit did this act. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Why is, why is everyone old as fuck on my timeline right now? Why did, here's here's how, how like little I give a fuck about people's IG. I didn't even recognize it. Uh, so, <laughs> so someone sent me theirs and I was like, okay, that's a dope picture. Listen, and they're like, no, nigga, can't you see I'm old? I'm like, what? <laughs> that nigga Steph Curry did that shit. Them niggas is calling me Meth Curry. Wow. <laughs> Meth Curry. That nigga look what nuts, I, bro. It make like, black people. It make black people look crazy old. Nigga, well, that that shit. We don't even but age like that. That's crazy part. That's what. That's what. Nate, that's what Nate Jones was talking about. He said what they, the creators of this uh, app didn't take into account is that black don't crack unless you're on some sort of substance. Yeah. <laughs> so meth curry yeah, makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All that. All that face app shit. That shit got cap. Cause you look at it from a from a from a different perspective. That shit look like we've been abusing Hennessy or some shit. Abusing Hennessy's and smoking so, two packs a day. Some of us have. Some of us have. <laughs> hey, man. Still. That's not even Hennessy. That's like OE. 
Nah, but you on the niggas that drink, bro. They don't be like looking rough, 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 rough. Niggas that be looking rough, bro. I don't know. That shit's od. I get you. I get you. That's the rock. <laughs> definitely get that's you. The, the rock. The rock does that to you. Yeah. If you're smoking that rock, yeah, like they should have aid you, man. What's up with Mari? Hiatus. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that rock, y'all, no, do y'all watch Snowfall? <laughs> uh, I ain't got to that. Oh, yeah. Nah, man, I, I want to, but you like, you know what? What's happened to me, Jerv? What yeah. I've learned is if you don't have an on an app that allows me to watch the the, the your shows on demand, like without connecting to the internet, yeah, there's like a 99 percent less chance that I'll get into the show. Like gotcha. I want to be able to watch this shit on a flight, right? That's right. why the Netflix shows do well with me. The Amazon shows do well. Like, the only one that I, I will, like, suspend that rule for is HBO. And even HBO, like, Euphoria. Yo, Euphoria is fire. Everyone Euphoria, says that, what's that? Just, that's the Zendaya show that's on HBO. Oh, okay. It's Drake's show. Is it? Yeah, I just found oh. this shit out the other day. Good for him. Oh. Good for him, right? It's, de- yeah, it's basically Degrassi on steroids anyway. Oh, shout out to Drake. Yeah, they said it's pretty. It's pretty like tough. It's intense, like, man. As far as like yeah, having yeah. teenage, like, no disrespect, Jer, but niggas can't never have no girl, like no daughter, because that's how that's how that's how foul that show is. Oh yeah, oh, listen, bro, I get it. it no, but it, I'm just saying it make it look it may it make look make fatherhood having a daughter stressful, bro, because them girls be making crazy choices on that show. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, and they, I, yo, and they you 16, work in 15, school? 15, 16, 17. I already you know you seeing some yeah. bullshit. Bro, my nigga, I, I'm in high school. Like, I'm looking at this shit and I'm hearing this shit that they be saying. And then, like, I hear, like, you know what I mean? I hear the boys and then, you know, like, teachers find out shit. And then IG, because everyone tapes everything they do now. Like, I can't even. So, one of the, so, oh my not, God. not spoiler alert, but one of the, one of the, one of the addiction kids, right, is addicted to attention. Some some boy took her virginity. They recorded it and uploaded it to one of the porn sites. Well, the girl threatened one of the boys to take it down. They got it removed. But you, you know how the porn site do a third party. Somebody yeah. done third party the thing. The little girl sees it, but gets hyped up about attention because she's reading the comments like other grown men talking about, oh, they would love to, to have wow. sex with her. But she's, a, cool. she's an overweight chick. So she's finally getting that attention. She's addicted to attention. So that's oh her. So that's her thing. And now she's just like banging. I'm. I'm in my mind. I'm assuming. I'm fast forwarding that she's going to catch something because she's just having sex with random guys now, in the show. Oh wow! After, man. after losing her virginity, but it's just such a sick. You know what I mean? Because they're lying to their parents. They're doing a bunch. You know what I mean? Like it. It make you like damn near be a helicopter parent, bro. And that's the end of the worst thing you can do. Oh yeah, because they go yeah. wild. Yeah, that's oh, oh my lord! I can't. Oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yo, parent, parenthood in general, man, that, this shit is stressful, man. That's that shit age you worse than fucking crack. <laughs> but, hey, man, yo, you want to talk about what? When I started losing my hair for real, it's when I have when I started having kids, man. I, like, I had a full hairline up until the age of thirty. So I believe. So I believe that. Uh, I mean, any any of the homies that had kids, all that shit start thinning. He's stressing, dude. Although I must say, Operation Grow My Hair Out is really helping. Yeah, like, it, it's false it, effort. It, it's look, it, it, it's helping. It slowed down the like I realized cutting my You're hair. Looking low. like Allah Abdunabi. 
Hey man, it's all good. Allah <laughs> Benavi, shout out. As, as long as I don't like like KD, man, I'm good. Nah, your green. Listen, your green is never gonna. First of all, you got cat hair, boy. Cat hair. How is it? Yo, I swear to God, I spent the last three days trying to understand what that. The texture. Cat hair. Cats got straight ass hair, don't they? Yeah, like your hair's good, dog. I don't. I don't have straight hair, man. My shit is. That's why. That's why. That's why I look like a cat. Your hair's not coarse, dog. (laughs) It's not not coarse. You're right. It's also not. You're not KD. Like you're not gonna be Trey Young, bro. Like on a on a barbershop floor. It's all good though. <laughs> it's all good, bro. Trey Tra- Young hair is, is straighter than mine. Yeah, he looks nuts, bro. He got the Ricky Ricardo. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, he got to hold on then until because once he goes like yeah, that'll go baldy. I think he should just jump the gun and go baldy right now. Hey, Trey Young hair look like somebody said. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do this shit. Oh man, Jesus! We, we we kid because we love Trey. Don't don't take it personal. Hey, because uh, you gotta look at it like imagine him driving like on a roadster or a two seater with the top down. Whew. His hair gonna move like forty five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, Waz is asking, are we good to go? Yes, nigga, we've been waiting for you. Bro. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell if y'all are just having a combo or whatever because I just swooped in. I didn't know if is y'all started it, already. Uh, isn't, that, isn't that what the pot is? Isn't oh that what the pot is? Just a conversation? He's so professional. No comment. Oh. <laughs> well, let me ask this. Since, since, okay, so so this is officially we are potting. Uh, <laughs> did, you or, did you or did you not kiss your dog on the mouth the other night? <laughs> the laugh says it all. Totally so. I, I I got home, mind you. I mean, this was after the the the, the very prolonged uh, club night with Ibrahim and them. And uh, yeah, I was washed. I was hugging my dog. He was so happy to see me, and I let him lick lick my mouth. Man, it, it was. <laughs> the transformation is complete. <laughs> I did not think this was going to come up again, man. Damn. I'm slightly embarrassed here. There was no way we're going to do a whole pod without bringing that up. (laughs) All right. What what do we got here? What's topic number one? We're going to talk about Jermaine Dupree and everyone's mad at Jermaine Dupree now. I mean, is it not justified? I mean. And do you, well, yeah, you mentioned other female rappers. Do you have a favorite right now in the rap game? Cardi B, Nicki, Megan yeah. Thee Stallion. Um, I say out to you. Uh, I can't really say. <laughs> Not a Cardi B fan? <laughs> I have a, no, you know the reason why I can't say is because I feel like they are rapping about the same thing. And I don't feel like that, I don't think they're showing us who's the best rapper. I think they're trying to show, for me, um, it's, it's like strippers rapping. And I don't, I don't, as far as rap goes, I don't. I'm not getting who is the best rapper. I'm getting like, okay, you got a story about you dancing in the club. You got a story about you dancing in the club. You got a story about you dancing in the club. Okay, all right. Who's getting ready? To, who's right. going to be the rapper? So, different. yeah. Well, what's I, the different, what is the thing that you want to see if you're not like? Just more. I mean, I feel like at some point somebody's going to have to break out of that mold and just show us, a, you know, talk about other things like rap. Just rap about other things besides that. He wildin' though. He 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 got he had too much chip on his dip, bruh. I mean dip <laughs> on his chip. Dip on his chip. Wow. <laughs> he, he was wildin' because like at this point, bro, like you gotta understand. And it was so funny because obviously friend of the show, Dragonfly Jones, was like, nigga, 
Jermaine Dupri acting like niggas really was fucking with 1472, the album. <laughs> hey, hey, he was hey, like hey, niggas hey, hey, listening. Hey, hey, hey. No, it was like three bro, songs, bro. Slow down now, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Don Chichi. Remember that one? No, he, he, listen, he, like he, had five, like, songs. he had like five songs, dog. And the Ferrari, Jaguar, Super Bowl, you know, money in the thing. Hey, we was listening. We was right. listening to other albums, man. You know what I mean? But that album, that album did incredibly well. He's so that who, album did. In, so who is he actually going to put in a cipher? Well, here's a here's the funny here's the here's the funny thing though. Like the the funny thing was. I, I read those comments and I wasn't outraged or anything. But then for some reason, I went back and I listened to. Do you guys remember when Dr. Dre made a diss track? <laughs> Dr. Yeah, Dre, yeah. yeah. Yo, of course. Dog, say what that, you say. Yeah. Oh, man. That was, I, that was a funny time. I that was a time when everybody was beefing. It said over 80 million records sold, and I had to do it with 11 and 12 year olds. I was like, oh, look at this guy. No, I, I, I ain't had to do with 10, 11 year olds. You miss it. <laughs> mini me running around with a bunch of mini youths. <laughs> Yo, they went like Dre was so mad. Creep with me as we take a little trip down memory lane. Been it longer than anyone in the game. And I ain't got to lie about my age. But what about Jermaine? Fuck Jermaine. He don't belong speaking mine or Timberland's name. And don't think I don't read your little interviews and see what you're saying. I'm a giant and I ain't got to move till I'm provoked. When I see you, I'ma step on you and not even know it. You midget, mini me with a bunch of little mini yous running around your backyard, swimming pools. Over 80 million records sold, and I ain't have to do it with 10 or 11 year olds. He went so hard at him. Well, you know, well, Eminem went so hard at him. Like his, I mean, my favorite thing about Dr. Dre is you could always tell who wrote his lyrics just by the, the cadence, everything. Like the first time I heard Still DRE, I was like, that's Jay Z, man. Like it's. All the all the rhythms and like the wordplay of the guys who wrote it for you. Or if you listen to the Compton album, how he's just rapping like Kendrick Lamar the whole yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> like Dre like, is the most transparent, like ghost-written rapper there is. And he's cool with it. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't think it's a secret. It's just it's funny to <laughs> it's funny to me that you can tell immediately who wrote his lyrics, right? As a, as opposed to Puff, where I, like I can't tell. Oh, I already know Jizzle wrote all that shit from the top. <laughs> Jizzle just be writing it. All his shit. All his, nah. all, any, Cole, anything. Cole write, I'm coming home. Cole wrote, I'm, I'm coming home. That's killer. Yeah. Like that's, uh, and 50, what did 50 write for him? 50 Who wrote knows? some shit. Who knows, man? But I don't expect that nigga to actually write anything. Yeah, well, shit. Don't, don't, ma don't matter. I don't, even, I don't even believe Take That, Take That is his. Yeah. Yeah, he well, took that for no, that's it. Probably me. He took that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Bethel. So, but no, but like Jermaine, Dupri, like I, I just was surprised that people got, here's what I didn't like. I didn't like that he said it when he was being interviewed. I guess People Magazine has a digital show or whatever. And then uh, they, they were like, oh, okay. And they just kind of took the comments as is. And then they had a whole different episode where they shit on him. I'm like, look, if you found it that objectionable, it's on you to say that shit right then and there. Like, this this thing where you wait till the next day and then you shit on them, I thought that was yeah, kind of bogus. that's corny. That, that was corny. That was, that, was, that was bogus and corny. Like, I like I always go back to, uh, you know, my nigga Van Lathan. Like, 
Kanye was saying wild shit. He said it right. He didn't wait till the next day. Like, well, we had Kanye yesterday, and he was. He said it right there to dude's face. Yeah, and I think that's the respect, the respectful and the respectable way to do that. If if someone has outraged you like that, like the way they were acting outraged, I was like, oh, that's, that's whack, man. That's whack that you were. They like, wow, okay, and like they just kind of like went along with it because to me, at that point, if it's that outrageous, then you're you're part of it. They're part of it. When they well, like if someone said that in front of, imagine if we were doing a pie with someone and they came on and say, well, actually, all black people are lazy and. And, uh, you know, on welfare. And we were like, wow, okay, all right. And then we waited till next week to talk about, well, so-and-so came on. And they said, they said we didn't agree with it. Like, nah, man. I'll tell yeah, you right I, now. I, at the same time, though, I mean, Jermaine Dupree sounded crazy. And and and, and I'm not mad but, at the fact but, that people... Nigga cheated watch- on Janet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't ever want to hear nothing from him, yeah. bro. Like, I don't care how saucy he was or whatever choice he made. Nigga look like a beetle and he cheated on Janet, bro. Like, he should have never got a another opinion out ever again. And, you know, there's, there's like a trillion rap artists who are women who don't rhyme like how he said, like strippers, and they don't do numbers. It's not like, it's not like people are dying to hear that different type of rap. There's a bunch of them, people like Rhapsody or Dreezy or even a Tank or whoever. Like, there's a bunch of female uh, rappers out there who do the rapidy rap and got but, content and all of that, and nobody cares. But, but so why, I don't even understand what he's talking about. But why, why I would have liked to hear that from the interviewers. Yeah. I like, I, like, these are things, these are obviously very valid points, but my thing is also, okay, why don't they say that shit in front of them? Why don't they rebut? This idea that the interview has to be this incredibly softball uh, exercise it's kind of ridiculous. It's it, it, it's ridiculous, right? Or at the very least, have one person be good cop, bad cop. Like one person do the softball, another person be kind of like Breakfast Club, right? Like Charlemagne exists basically right. to he ask does, all the yeah, because yeah, he he'll, he has no filter. He asks everything, and you know, envy and, and you know, you know, sometimes they join along in the fun if it's like it's a it's ha ha vibe. But if it's serious. Like that's what Charlemagne is there for. He's not there to to basically support and and kind of just like uh, go along with everything you say. And so if you, especially if you have two people interviewing, there's room for one of y'all to be a dick. Like even if you know you, you don't want to. I don't know. I, just, I it just rubbed me the wrong way. And you know what? It rubbed me the wrong way because they recorded a whole new episode where they shit on him behind his back. And that's that's the shit that I didn't like. That's why. Yeah, that is whack. That's why. But are you guys giving um, streams to um, the excellent rapidly rap female artists out there? No. Or, no, no. Or, or are you like me and just streaming Meg Thee Stallion and um, City Girls? Now nah, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't listen. To, <laughs> I don't listen to none of that. I have no desire. None why of that. Do, and what's, why you do what's seem like a City Girls kind of? I don't know. No, I don't listen to City Girls, but I do no listen to Meg Thee Stallion. None of that stuff, bro. Like, nah. I'm, you, I'm y'all want to? Y'all want to know something funny? What? I legit did not know until this video came out that Meg Thee Stallion rap. What'd you think I she thought, did? I thought she was just like one of those internet famous strippers. Oh, wow. Like she got a big uh, ass. I mean, like, like, nah, but, I, see, I don't want to be I, that guy. I don't want to no, be I'm that not, guy. I, I'm, People I'm back telling you, I, said she did use to strip. I know, she, uh, back, I know she graduated from college. Maybe not stripper. Maybe I should say Insta- Instagram, uh, Instagram honey. I thought she was like You that. thought she was an IG honey, okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know she rapped. Like, I, I still can't name a song. I thought you were a star tender. 
She, yeah, she raps and she gets busy. Like she's she's nice. Oh, she let me speaking of speaking speaking of, of getting busy. Let, let me just say right now, and I know we had this conversation like months ago, and I never really. And I remember Jerv was was one of the guys who had come around on this. I, I didn't know, I didn't know the baby was good like that, man. Oh man, I, 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 I was, told you niggas. I know, yeah, and I remember Jerv. And I remember, like, a couple weeks later, Jerv came back and said, I checked some of his music out. Yeah, he is pretty good. I he remember all this. And I, just, I was just lazy. I just never got around to it. You're and always lazy when it comes also, to Also, I mean, I, I am lazy. You, know, you know it's our New York City hubris. I'm not going to front. When I heard his name, I was like, we already oh, yeah. got Lil Baby. Yeah. What, like, baby. what would possess you to come Boss, out with that? Like, out of I all automatic. the New Yorkers, you the most fucking Southern New Yorker ever, bro. You fuck with Well, I listen to that. a lot of Southern music. No, bro, I'm right. saying you fuck with all that shit. All the... Doug, that shit, all that. Doug, baby, you listen to all that. Oh my god! But but like, uh, like Waz is right. There was a there was an element of I heard the nigga's name and instantly I was like, nope. I I slept on him. Nope. And then I I heard that that track on on Revenge of the Dreamers, and holy shit! I was like, the fuck? This is who it is? This nigga rapping his ass off, man! Like. I so so I caught him at a live show. I mean, that's how I got. So like, I watched his whole stage performance. Like, he has a element of like his his whole thing is thought out. Like, he puts a lot of thought and like effort into the product that he's putting out. Like, from his marketing to everything. Like, he's fronting like he's taking girls out the crowd and they end up coming on stage and dancing exactly how strippers do. You know, he's got like two huge bodyguards on stage and ski masks. Like, he's well, got a whole production. And, like, there's an element of craft to what he's doing, bro. So I was like, Dude, wow. Well, when you, I watched you, the show, I was impressed. You remember when I, t- I told y'all, like, he showed up to the Dreamville brunch, and I was like, who the fuck is this nigga showing up with seven cops or, like, like, like armed security, bulletproof vests and everything? I'm like, marketing. The Dreamville brunch is like, yo, this is, like, the most chill Humble environment. Rap <laughs> like event that you could go to. Yeah, man. like, it's not your typical kind of rap scene or whatever. Um, and, and this dude shows up, like, like you know, just guarded up with the bulletproof vest on. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And they're like, yeah, man, that nigga shot somebody. And I'm like, and got away that with nigga, it. That yeah, nigga like, shot somebody and got away with it. It's a, a hell of a market. That's hilarious. And then, and then, I mean, you know, he had a couple of videos go viral where he beat some people up. The dude, yeah. The dude, yeah. That, that's the one that, that beat the also, dude up in the store? In the movie store, yeah. Was that stage? Was that stage-wise? I, I, part of me, part of me, I mean, I, because so much of what he does is like a well-oiled machine, like, I know people who've worked with him um, through the label, and it's like, this dude's on time for everything. Like, he handles his business. Right. So it wouldn't surprise me. If he came up with, you know, in one of his own marketing meetings internally, it was like, yo, we could really go viral if I really, like, do right. something like this and I craft this type of image. I, it wouldn't surprise me because he puts that much thought into what he's doing. At the same time, somebody had to get paid to get the shit beat out of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, that wasn't, like, that, it, it might have been staged, but somebody got the shit beat out of them. <laughs> So like, shout out to that guy if it is stage. <laughs> but look, but to, but to get back on the topic of um the the female MCs, Trey, you were saying you don't listen to City Girls and Meg Thee Stallion, or you just don't listen to female MCs in general. No, 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 no. My thing is, is look, I respect them, but that ain't the type of I'm like I'm not mobbing with that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's and it's it's a great segue, you know, to talk about these city boys versus city girls. Thing. <laughs> um, 
I'm, I personally at 35, I'm not rocking with none of that stuff, bro. Like if I walk into a spot and it's on, cool. Cause I, I you know, they normally have dope beats. And I think I, from what I've heard and trust the timeline, Megan can rap, uh, the other chicks can rap. Like I respect them, but I personally wouldn't just say, Hey, yo, turn that on. You know what I mean? Like that's not my cup of tea because honestly, I, I just I'm not I'm not into it. Like I don't understand this whole the movement of it. You know what I mean? And the whole city boys thing got me even confused even more because why are what, you confused what, by the city boys thing? <laughs> what are we doing here? What what is this? What is it's this? A, it's, a, it's a joke. It's a joke. No, no, I understand. I understand it, but I just can't get behind it. I, I think I think you know. I made a comment that like you know how something used to be funny to you and it's not funny anymore. I'm I'm at that point with it. Like I'm like okay. Yeah, see, I'm I'm a little different because I Cause still I still get a kick out of men in this Twitter like that. Like just the thought of that that movement it's a, it's that all, people all, were running with. I said it's a all lives all lives matter answer to city girls, right? Right, right. It, it's it's people being stupid on the internet, which I'm, I'm I know we should be past this at this point, but I'm still a sucker for internet jokes and memes, and the city boys meme is hilarious to me. What, like what is the, wait, what what is, okay. is, is it's just a counter, right? It's just the it's just okay, so so you, you are you familiar with, with the hot girl summer um yeah, 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 yeah. Um, little meme where essentially like I guess women were on the internet saying this summer they were gonna have fun and, and do what they want and, and flip the script, know, man. Have no inhibitions and yeah, yeah, whatever. Have fun, which is like I don't know why we would discourage women from doing that anyway, but okay, go ahead, cool. No, nah, no, no, don't do that because honestly, there's some cuff daddy niggas that don't want to let their women do nothing. Okay, but that's wrong, Trey. I'm just saying. That's I don't wrong. Subscribe yeah, you got to You got to let You got to let I don't know. No, no, no. to that, that theory. I'm not into that theory. It's 100% wrong, but it's some insecure niggas that's like, nah, right. bruh, you're not going outside like that. Right. You're not doing this. You're not hanging out with them with your whole friends. So, You're not so, going to Miami. <laughs> not doing. Listen, it's hella restrictions for them niggas, bro. Like, and I get it, but like personally, like you know, it's, I thought it was hilarious how niggas is getting that D Wade with for having a thigh tat and then <laughs> the fingernail polish, and they like, okay, City Boys is up fifty. But <laughs> you know, hold on, Trey. Did you see? Did you see the joint where? The 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 white homie, skinny homie, um, was getting he was getting suntan lotion applied to his body by his shorty at the beach. His shorty oh, was yeah. a was yeah. a was a, a plus figure shorty. She was, was a Lizzo. yeah 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 yeah. She was a Lizzo type, and he was getting his whole joint oiled up or whatever. And and they was like, yeah, see, it's a hot boy. Somehow, I was like, I, I'm with crazy. that. For humor purposes, that's crazy. Exactly. I don't want to go viral like that, bro. I'm sorry. You know, like, you know, you know what it reminded me of? Do you guys remember the movie Road Trip? Of course. That's yeah, exactly what, that, what, I, that's thought exactly what I thought of. I thought of Boinker. Wait, yo, Road Trip. Bro, Boinker. Well, he's like, yo, would you? What, what, oh, would you fuck a lever? You remember my man hit the corner? You got her panties? I don't remember Road Trip. You With never Tom seen Green? Road Trip? Really? Well, I probably saw it. I'm just, I just don't remember what, what who's in it. When, when they go, when they, it's like, it's, 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 uh, Sean William Scott with Stifler from American Pie. It's, uh, Brecken Meyer, who was in Franklin and Bash. I guess that's the most famous thing he was in. Uh, and then Tom Green. And then the skinny dude, DJ Qualls, was actually had like a really crazy indie, uh, like dramatic career in, in movie and TV. But in that movie, obviously, it was a, it was a comedy. 
and they go on this road trip from uh, like wherever they are to to Austin, uh, trying to get this letter because my man, oh, my man mailed a tape of him cheating on his girl to his girl who going to school at a different college, and so they try to go there to intercept. Uh, or like intercept the tape before she can get it. I love the it's, 90s, man. Like, very, yeah, very 90s. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm embarrassed to say that I've, I've never seen this movie. No, but but no, but Jerv, one of the reasons why, like, one of the stops they make on the road is at a black frat house, right? Shit and, is fire, bro. Yeah, and so they stop there and they're like, yo, like one of the dudes says, oh no, I know a place we can stay, and they're like, well, I'm, I, it's a frat house. I'm one of the brothers there. They're all white, and they get there and it's a black frat house, like. Motherfucker, like you got us in the and like <laughs> it looks like they got to whoop their ass or whatever. And then the dude does like the secret handshake or whatever. And they're like, "Oh, you cool." And then they end up partying like a crazy ass party. It's a fictitious frat, but they do they step in or whatever. And actually, there's a couple of dudes in that movie that I went to school with, like the short dude, the little the little person. He was uh, he was an alpha <laughs> at Georgia Tech. Okay, uh, and he was cast in that movie. And so at one point in the middle of that house party. My man, the skinny dude, ends up with this this Soro, who's plump, if you will. Voluptuous. <laughs> she's she's um she's full figured. Yes, and uh, as Waz quotes the line, he shows up the next morning. He's like, "How'd it go?" Is that I boinked her, and he pulls out her panties. Let's go, Kyle. We want details. What happened? Well, we had a few drinks, danced a little, and, uh, you know. No, we don't know. Why don't you tell us? <laughs> what the hell is that? Did you kill a cheetah? <laughs> what? No, these are her underwear. She gave them to me. Oh! 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 oh. <laughs> I boinked her! Boinked? Yeah, wait, did you just say the word boinked? No, and still for says, would you hit a wilder? They say, like it's something, you hit a water buffalo or something like that. <laughs> a wildebeest. A wildebeest, Type yeah. of joke that, that, that wouldn't probably fly in 2019. Nah, that shit nah, would have not flying at all. That actually. shit would have not flew back then. And then, right? and then he takes a huge whiff of them. Yeah, yeah. that was okay. it. Shouts to the 90s. That, that, that character, 90s, though, that dude, that actor alone, bro, he was, he's a funny-looking cat. Yeah, he's a weird. He was in hustle. He was in hustle. He's in hustle and flow. Yeah, there you go. He's in hustle and flow. That's right. Oh, I know that dude. But like he's like I said, he's had a really good career as an indie actor, like uh, as a dramatic actor in indie films or whatever. So you know, good for him. And he Uh, was clearly having a great hot boy summer. Yo, uh, by the way, real quick, if you like good content and funny people and awesome things and us. Check out the live show. Tickets are on sale now, right? Is it is it general or is it still the Patreon? No, general, general public. General. general public. So they're going fast. fast. The VIP Patre- sold out. VIP sold out. The Patreons, uh, shout out to all the Patreons, man. They're, they're eat up them tickets quick. So if you're listening to this, head over to countthedings.com. Check Jade's, uh, check any of our profiles, really. Um, and uh, you'll find uh, all the information to go in there, secure your couple tickets in San Francisco, by the way, I should say. So San Francisco at the Independent Theater. By the way, the very next week, who plays the Independent Theater? JD in, JD in the Street Shot. Can't so, make it up. Oh, 100%, that's, man. That's hilarious, bro. So we'll, we'll make a lot of jokes at their expense, I'm sure, at the live show in San Francisco. Make sure you cop 
a pair of your tickets. Uh, it's in October 12th, right? Correct? Yes. October correct. 12th. So that's a Saturday. It's in San Francisco. It's a great time of year to be in the Bay. It's right at the start of the NBA season. Everyone's going to be real excited. Uh, you'll get all the ba- the basketball buds. You'll get n- Nerder She Wrote. You'll get Bomb. You'll get uh, the Friday Mailbag. And as always, we always, always, always come through with the guests. We never disappoint. And we always, like last show we did in Chicago, we had Jay Adande come out. We had... Uh, oh, Our Couple. Yeah, DJ Our Couple, who who is uh, Chance the Rapper's DJ. Uh, like we, we always, always, always come through with some interesting people come on stage and making fun. So make sure you're a part of that. I just bet not see Jer participating in Hot Boy Summer, man. I'm out here, dog. Or or being a city boy, my nigga got his his, his arms out and shit. Nah, <laughs> be. So, so, okay. I, I tweeted the one thing I was saying. I'm I'm the dude on the bench is just excited for everybody out here living their life. Man. <laughs> I'm watching from afar, dog. That's well, well, let me let me segue because we talked about Road Trip, which is a movie that came out probably about twenty years ago. But a movie that came out exactly twenty years ago was The Wood, and th- no. th- this movie, first of all, I-, I think it's criminally underrated. This is this is one of the great coming of age movies, but also it was weird because, on the one hand, it depicted again we've had this conversation on this pod a lot. Growing up on the East Coast, I'd never been to L.A. And so everything I knew about L.A. came from, like, Boys in the Hood and Men Society and, and, and Ice Cube and stuff like that. Like, I, had, I literally was ignorant of everything. I thought everyone went to the beach and swam and did all that stuff because we didn't know any better. But the other part of this that's pretty interesting is when I saw The Wood, it was about South Central or Inglewood, excuse me, about, like, like LA, you know, West Coast culture. But at the same time, I saw for the first time a similarity. Like, oh, that's how I grew up. That's how it was with me. Like, not everyone that's out here running around, like, running the streets and doing wild shit. Like, a lot of us are just trying to go to school and, like, get good grades and, like, meet girls and, and all that stuff. And I thought that movie was, was just tremendous in terms of capturing that time of life. And so I want to start with Trey, because, Trey, you obviously grew up, you know, not far from there. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe not in that era, maybe like a decade later, but still like around that same time. And so uh, what did that movie mean to you when it came out? Oh, I mean, it was it was it was very similar to certain ways. I mean, ideally, you wanted to have your group of friends that you grew up with and, and be able to go through those type of life chapters. Um, I was fortunate to experience uh, my my best friend's wedding at the time. You know, what I mean, uh watch him but like not a group of friends of like four of us like in that stuff and it was pretty cool we never had no implant friend come in like big mike's role um he moved from north carolina we never had anybody from another state kind of move into the neighborhood because compton was pretty rough and then you know inglewood was based at and it and it kind of had like you know obviously the whole bloods and crips thing but both of those do all those dudes played ball so that was relatable. And then I guess the transition of like, you know, adulthood and stuff like that. And um, I never really made any packs with my friends to like have sex first. So I thought that was interesting. Um, but J. Cole used that like kind of similar in his video with the, you know, I don't know. I always think of, I always compare those things together. Uh, his his the sex scene from the wood and his actual the wet dreams. Was it the wet, wet dreams? dreams? Yeah, yeah. Like it was kind of like piggybacked off that yeah. but ideally seeing the wood um in ninth grade 
was definitely kind of how I wanted my high school to play out for the rest of it. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, I never even thought about it. Like, Trey came out at a time where it was something that you were looking forward to. And yeah. for me, I was looking back. Like, like I, that movie, I remember looking back. First of all, the scene where they're in the <laughs> when they're in the convenience store and oh, that happened uh, a million times. And Big thing. Mike and 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 Ro, Ro are talking about like the different the different types of gum and the different Tic Tacs and Big Mike and uh, and my man. Well, not Big Mike. Who was, Mike? Mike was the Slim was and Row. Slim and Row were talking about the Tic Tacs or whatever. And he said, to listen to them, you think they were college professors, like with a PhD in candy or whatever. And like, that's the shit. I'm like, oh my God, I have those friends. That I, was have, actually, like- I was actually fortunate to be around that time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, I'm not sure when did it stop of the whole paper pen gum. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I actually got a How chance to experience you- that. How many numbers did you get and all that? Like, that, that was-, was. That was still a thing. You know what I mean? Cut- because. We didn't have too much technology yet. How about, how about this, which is ex- extremely problematic today, but back then, it, I imagine it was pretty normal. I know it was normal. I bet you a dollar you won't t- touch your booty. I will give you one dollar. Damn, nigga, let me hold him up. Come on, Yo, man. Bro. Look, I know your ass. Yo, you take your booty, man. A dollar, man. You better go on and do that. You gotta do it right now, though. Man, okay, it's a bet. A <laughs> bet? It's a bet. Right. Hey, but look, hey, you gotta do it before lunch is over at the best off. Yeah, man. You ain't got all day. Okay. Okay, man. Take this nigga out. This nigga better be. I was ready. Determined. For a dollar, it was worth the risk. The booty was looking good. Mm. so hard to fit in i never stopped and ask myself why the hell they ain't want to grab a butt yeah uh, so yeah. i got i got slapped for touching the girls there you chest. go oh touching wow. her okay. chest but i didn't get i didn't bet i just did it out of like curiosity i was oh. like a horny fucking 14 year old and got slapped in the class. <laughs> man we, like it wasn't even about being horny it was just it was weird man it was just but like, yeah i just didn't it was new to me like i yeah. i went to all boys school prior to and then going to this new school and being around, like, I didn't know. Like, I'm just, like, thinking, like, okay, it's a cool thing to do. And I just got slapped, and it was so loud that the entire class heard it. And I did it in class. I didn't, like, oh, wow. do it. Not, Trey, you were really wilding. Yeah, no, I was wilding, you know what I mean? Like, but but then I just didn't like the, sec- the, the embarrassment of it. So, like, that never happened again. So, so yeah. Trey, I, I, came of, I came of age in the culture around um, – the West Indian Labor Day Parade in New York City. Um, in Brooklyn, every every single Labor Day, they do this huge freaking thing on Eastern Parkway in Brooklyn. And if you weren't grabbing uh, women's asses as they were walking by, you were the weird one. 
Again, this was the 90s, guys. It was a different time. Not today. It was different times, different standards. It was terrible what we were doing, but that's the, you know, toxic masculinity culture. I was still still at a point before before 2000, I thought I was still going to go to hell for, like, looking at dirty magazines, bro. I had a a homie, bro, like, we went, because I went to all-boys school, uh, private school, and uh, the homie used to steal his... Dad's Playboy magazine. So yeah, Latoya Jackson and all these. You know, I'm talking back back when it was hair down there on the in the in the magazines. You found, mm. and he would say, "Come over here, come over here, come look," and open it up, and I'd be looking, and I just cover my eyes like a little ass kid. You know what I'm saying? Because I just really wasn't like mature enough for that. And then hormones just went in overdrive once I went to high school at Dominguez. Like I just was like, "What is like? It's girls everywhere." Like. Bro, I did school for one girl, bro, for 33 days. Wow. <laughs> Shit. 33 days straight, bro. Like, at least you know, I was, my brother. I was at school. <laughs> no, no, listen. I was at school, and I lied with my friend. Said, Miss Worthy, shout out to Miss Worthy, computer literacy. I'm not sure if she's still alive or what. She was older Damn. then. But because uh, this is almost 20, this is tw- literally 20 years ago, so. Who knows, bro? Um, but I lied on the lady. I told my parents, like, my grandma, that this lady didn't like me and she kicked me out of class. And what I would do is go to this girl's class, this PE class, and hang out there and just really just kind of, like, get her to like me. And she finally liked me, but she ended up getting taken to prom by a senior. She was a ninth grader, too, bro. Like, it was kind of wild, but, like... Problematic. The, um... The letter came home. The truancy letter came home, bro. And I got kicked off the basketball team. Um, my grandma took the TV. She took my Sega Dreamcast. Um, they put a they put they put pig iron in my room so I can lift weights. It was it was like really solitary confinement. I had to act. I had to come home. I had to come home right after school. Um, I couldn't have company. Um, it was just it was terrible, bro. Like, but I, I learned my I learned my lesson, bro. Did uh Wads, did you guys have any memories of the wood? Man, so in, in 1999, I was only 12. Like, a lot of the themes were, went over my head, right? Like, some of the, uh, the adult themes, I'm still, like, two years away from even going to high school. Like, a lot of the, just, like, the, the overall ethos of the movie was just, like, super adult to me. Like, I didn't get it. So and I don't and I'm and I can't say I've gone back and watched the wood a, a trillion times like um afterwards. It's not like like you mentioned Boys in the Hood of Minister Society but, where like the appeal of violence is just it's inherent. It's like of course I wouldn't watch cats get shot up and shit like that. Right. Um this was a different type of movie. This was a way more mature movie in a lot of ways. So it didn't really resonate with um twelve year old me that way. Jerv. So I was a little older. <laughs> than wise at the time, right? So uh for me, it was a I, I I thought it was a dope movie off top. I enjoyed it. And for me, uh very similar, the whole like I was late to the whole like you know what I mean I was late to like not late to not late to uh to like girls or anything like that, but I was the 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 last active individual out of my squad. So like that that aspect of the film. But you was a late bloomer, huh? Oh yeah. No, not late bloomer. I just, bro, like I, I'm. You, you want the real answer? I watched Boys in the Hood and Ricky got a girl pregnant, and I didn't want to be Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm damn. Had you never heard of rubbers? Like, what dude, dude. I, listen, Ricky got somebody pregnant, and all I knew is if you had sex, you, like Ricky, 
you get somebody pregnant. So I was, I was a late bloomer, right? Like, so like for me, I mean, by the time the word came out, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm very well into like college. So I'm, I'm a different individual. So, but it was dope, like seeing that on the other side of the country. Cause all I knew of at that time was boys in the hood, men's society and all that type shit. So it was dope seeing the different angle of it. And then like you wise, you know, that, that whole, uh, I think whatever parade y'all said y'all had for me, it was the Greek picnic, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Greek oh, picnic yeah, yeah, was, yeah. was like, the Greek picnic right? was, the, yeah, yeah. The freak, freak, freaknik was like, a, uh, like, I guess it would be a, on a million or whatever the case may be. And the Greek picnic would be like 500, 500,000 or something like that. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. as crazy, but it was crazy enough. So I grew up in this era where, you know, yeah, it was, it was the 90s. Like, it was just... You had to you had to act certain ways in order to like fit in with your squad, and so like the wood was that also because. Can I you know, applaud you guys for for not being immature when we say the title the wood? <laughs> I, mean, I, I had a I had a quick moment but in my mind. But, <laughs> but, that's, I'll tell you, but that's, that's how much I respect that movie. I just thought it was so. And the other thing I thought was, and I, maybe I was wrong, but like I remember watching it and I said, this is not a a a black movie or a hood movie. This is a movie that should appeal to everybody. Because a lot of it, although there were themes that were very rooted in the black experience, a lot of it wasn't, man. A lot of it was just about growing up. And I, and the things that you go through as you're trying to find yourself and learn about yourself. You know, like I, like one of my favorite scenes is a scene where Mike, it, like he knows they're going to the dance and he's like, all right, I got to go home and I got to practice dancing. And he puts on the, I want to, I want to. <laughs> You know, like, and he starts dancing in the living room, and then he grabs the bunny, and he starts grinding on the bunny, and his mom walks in. <laughs> like, I, it, it's a funny ass scene because when he says, "Oh, oh, you want to watch me dance? How about this?" And he, he kind of does the little, the little hop, and then he sticks it. He kind of like starts. Listen, that's a that was a sick practice, by the way. The Dude, practice before I, the dance. It's one of my favorites, my favorite scenes, like ever. I can imagine and, you dancing I, like I, that, though. I mean, oh no, you, dude, you stepped like, out. But no, that's definitely was like that was the thing. I wasn't dancing like that, but it was definitely the thing of like, all right, I gotta get hyped for this party and put on the music, and you just start dancing in your in your goddamn. Well, I did in the bedroom. This one we're doing it in this living room and shit. Um, and, and like and like, oh girl, oh word, you like that? Okay, all right. I, got <laughs> I did all that shit, man. I was always doing that shit, like get myself hyped before you go to the school dance. Um, and then the other scene. I, oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Jer. No, I was gonna say I hated school dances. So for me, I, that that scene was with me too. Outside of grinding on the uh, the bunny, <laughs> like I, I did that right. Like you know what I mean? I had to convince myself because I, I to this day like I don't dance I, I mean I might give you a little two step if you see like, me dancing I'm, just I'm, a little I'm, two step that's, that's it I, I might give you a two step I told y'all my problem bro I, how, how I skeeted in my jeans bro I was <laughs> out here re- I was out here reckless on ass. I know you was, dog. I was in high school. Back that ass up came out, bro. Oh, so I was man. cutting up. I had the homies holding me up, bro, on oh, one cheek. <laughs> Don't get you it twisted. That, oh, I found a wall. You were that nigga. You were that nigga that they, they would come with the moral support. Yeah. <laughs> They were, they, they were the niggas that was hyping you, bro. They be yeah. the get, get it done. You too much into it, bro. Like, it, and that's all I really had to offer because niggas was right there. I don't know if niggas was lying on their dick at the time, but niggas is over here like talking about they had sex and shit. I had, I probably was the only <laughs> in ninth grade that didn't have sex at the time, bro. And I think I almost thought about lying about that shit, bro. And I was like, nah, I said this shit. No, 
It never was, lie. But niggas, was, I know niggas is lying, bro, because their stories was too crazy. I remember one nigga was like, yeah, one girl come over, bro. I, I skipped school, and then another chick came over, and then another chick. I'm like, come on, my nigga. Niggas is I, I had no belief that niggas were <laughs> different girls in three times a day. Like, it was no way, bro. Like, I was like, nah. Yo, Amir, Yo. I want to ask you, um, because the wood is like, like you said, a coming-of-age story based in Inglewood, California. Like, I can't think of a black coming-of-age story based in New York City, right? Like, um, Fresh. Okay. But, but, but Fresh was, like, he was kind of prepubescent. He was, like, 12. And also, Fresh was incredibly violent. <laughs> like, Fresh, mm. like... Let me put it this way. Like, while there are things about Fresh that I watched... And I recognized because it was New York, very New York things in Fresh. At the same time, I'll be honest, I couldn't totally relate in the sense that man, they wasn't selling crack on my block, man. Like I wasn't right. dipping and dying through crackheads like that. And so in a weird way, the New York stuff resonates with me way more in Fresh because I'm like, oh, I know how that is. I know like, remember his fat Puerto Rican friend? We got the stupid dope moves or whatever, the one that the yeah, yeah, the yeah. like everyone, everyone had that friend, right? That fat Puerto Rican friend that you, back then would say nigga all the time, and it wasn't a big deal because back then Puerto Ricans are black, right? And then they right. discovered then they discovered, regga, they discovered reggaeton and then everything changed after that. Motherfuckers started growing <laughs> their hair out and, and, and throwing random Spanish words into everything they say. Yo, me chill, man. Yeah, but that's the truth. Like pre everything you can come down to. Pre and post reggaeton. Pre reggaeton, <laughs> Puerto Ricans were black. Like, like it wasn't like, like the uh, idea that the other, you know, maybe it was like a year ago or so. They try to cancel culture, Fat Joe, for saying nigga nah, in songs. I'm like, I'm like, no, but like Fat Joe's, like Fat Joe, Fat like, Joe's Fat black. Joe, Fat Joe's a nigga. Like, I'm like I don't think about like that. <laughs> Fat, now, Fat Joe's black. the ultimate pass. Now, if Bad Bunny comes up and says nigga, like I'm gonna have it's, a problem with it. it. Yeah, you might have to, you might have to look at it sideways. You know yeah. what I was thinking to mean? I was like. The only coming of age story I could think about in New York City, it is not even about black people, is kids. And that oh, movie is yeah. so dark. Oh, I'll, tell you, I'll, tell, I'll tell you another. Juice is kind of a coming of age story. Yeah, that's fair. But again, yeah, that's like a, that's a that's a good New York story right there. But but again, like the, like to me, the wood was way more relatable as far as like experiences, right? Mm-hmm. Not in terms of where it is, what where it's happening. Right. But just in terms of the conversations I had with my friends, it was incredibly well written. Because like a lot of these like other movies, they don't hold up. Like you listen to the dialogue in Juice, and nobody fucking talks like that, man. <laughs> Yo, come on, B. That's like no one talks like that. But the the wood, what I like. Are you about sure? Because like, I, I, every New York nigga I've ever met in no, my life. But like no, but you see, like, like that's y'all doing a caricature of what New York people sound like, and that's what Juice is. It's a caricature, right? But. The wood was like, that, that's, that's really how niggas be talking. Like, really be analyzing the different kind of Tic Tacs and mints and gums. Like, that's shit that niggas actually do. And they say it, like, with mad conviction. Nah, nah, you can't put that. If you do that, then a whole mess, it'll come out and talk while you're talking to a girl. Nah, like, that's all real talk right there, man. Um, uh, when <laughs> The stuff that they're saying to the girls in the, in the Levert Casanova montage. Come on, girl. Like, <laughs> I, I heard you gave it. You gave it up to so and so. Like all that shit. That's like, that's real stuff that you know, kids and teenagers be talking like that. Or at least right. they used to. I don't know. Uh, so I mean, I think I really appreciated 
the level of almost like you know in, in a different way. But you know, you remember the first time you saw Super Bad and thought to yourself, "That's how people talk." Yeah. Right. Like in every movie, that's not people. The, the way they talk in movies is not how real life happens. And then you watch Super Bad and I'm like, "That's exactly how it happens. That's exactly how conversations go." Right. So it, I, I felt the same thing when I watched The Wood. Man, Wood was 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 phenomenal. I was so like, and it, and it kind of bums me out now, twenty years later. That it's a movie that not a lot of people have heard of, not a lot of people have watched. And you know, I wish, And I wish, it's the type of movie that probably wouldn't get made today. That's the that's really oh, the yeah. saddest part. Yeah. Um, because you know, are we making superhero movies now? So Well, it's I mean tough. Or, well and it, if you uh, or we don't make black movies. Right. Right? Like a movie like that that was so so unapologetically black and yet at the same time was there even a white person in, in the woods? Not really. I'm sure. Te- I'm sure a teacher or something, or like the principal. Nah, it wasn't either. no white homies. No, nah, it was pro black as hell. Yeah, I'm about to go watch that but, shit and put out the same one white time, person in it. It was. It was. It was. It, in a, in, it's funny that you should bring up superhero movies, wise because like Black Panther, it was totally black, and at the same time, it wasn't. It was just a movie. Yeah, like, I think it's just black people in a Marvel movie. Yeah, I exactly. Like, but but that's that's my that's my thing about about. Um, uh, uh, the wood. It's like it's not. It's totally black, but at the same time, it, it, it's it doesn't like. It's not about this. Is what the black experience is like. It's like this is what people growing up, and these all happen to be black, right? And so I mean, there's a little stuff. You know, the whole thing with Stacy. By the way, that dude, man. I like every time I see him, like I get a smile on my face because I just think about like, you, you don't get you don't you don't bring no zigzags. You don't get no drig drags. That shit, Ron. I ought to be a rapper. Makes me a whole album about smoking weed. Like that was such a fucking great line, man. You know, I don't know. I, don't, mm-hmm. I, I, just, I really enjoyed it, man. I guess. Great movie. And great if you movie. haven't, and if you haven't watched it, go see it. Yeah, it's like it's honestly, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, like it's it's just a good, funny movie. Uh, that's and it doesn't really have like a. You know, like a lot of black movies have the problem that they try to preach something to you, right? Yo, you know, whoever that, whoever that yeah. is, loud. Work that mute. Somebody's Work that like dryer is 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 on or something. That got to be Jerv. Yeah, he gonna say go. my bad, my bad, y'all. Hey, with that little laugh, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I deserve high laugh. <laughs> so, I mean, man, um. I know Area 51 is is a big fascination of yours. Or am I just confusing you with Jade? My You're bad. confusing me with Jade. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's going to do it for the main part of the show. Uh, right now, we're going to go ahead and cut the rest of the episode and go into the overtime. If you want to check out some of the overtime overflow action from this episode of BOMM, you're going to want to go ahead and go on to patreon.com slash count the dings. That's patreon.com slash count the dings. Subscribe. And on there, you're going to get overflows like you'll find here on BOMM. And uh, you're going to want to keep it, keep it locked here. Keep it tuned.